Welcome to episode 25 of Touchline Thoughts, powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. I'm your host, Irfan Manji. We're going to continue off from where we left off from episode 24 and continue that into our starting 11 today. We talked about the best players currently that were numbers 1 to 20. We talked about the best players in United's history that were 1 to 20. We forgot one thing, and that is the greatest starting 11 for Manchester United. So grab a seat, take a break, and we'll catch you in a bit. Brayden, Nick, and Luke are back, the three former teammates who shared the love for the game, but also their favorite team, Manchester United. So let's continue that conversation and get right into our starting 11, brought to us by Shenzi Shack. Don't forget to give the Shack a follow on Instagram, and uh, we'll go from there. Boys, the best starting 11. This is going to be super tough. Um, great names. Um, I don't know how you guys did it, but I sort of went into the player that fits that position or my formation the best. Um, so obviously we have some names that didn't make the list for me, but uh, what was your mindset? We'll start with you, Nick. Uh, buddy, how'd you, how'd you come up with your starting 11? Well, because we had to look up the uh, greatest number player for each of these positions, it made it a lot easier because you're already doing the research. Um, I think it was just the impact that they had on the squad. So as all, uh, the center backs are, their impact is number of clean sheets and the way they controlled the squad from the back, right? The wing backs, how they were able to impact the squad that way. It, it, for me, it was more the impact, not necessarily the stats, but how I saw them becoming part of the United legend. Uh, Braden, how did you come up with this? I know uh, the last time we spoke, we, we tended to pick the same sort of formation, but uh, mm-hmm. with the four through three, but I actually went away from that. But what did you do with your sort of thought process? Uh, no, I actually moved away from it too. I went with the classic four, four, two. Um, but yeah, no, I thought, I mean, obviously it was tough because there's a lot of, a lot of great positions share, or sorry, a lot of great players share a lot of positions. So, um, I don't know. I was trying to, trying to juggle it to see who, who I could get in where. Um, but honestly, I thought for me, the hardest part was actually choosing my strikers. Um, I actually thought everything else was pretty straightforward, but I don't know. We'll see how it compares to, to what uh, Nick and Luke have. Okay. And Luke, did, how did you think this through? Um, I mean, did you pick players that have an exceptional touch just like yourself or are you? <laughs> yeah, it's me 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's 10 and then Schmeichel. <laughs> no, I'm still in there. <laughs> um, no, I won with a 4-4-2 as well. I just thought because most of United's dominance came in that formation, like, I like playing deep-lying midfielders, but there's no, like, true number sixes kind of in, yeah. in, in the undroppable players, if you will. Yeah, I mean, so I the, kind of closest, started, the closest you would get is Carrick, and he just – I just don't think he really – He doesn't make them. the team, unfortunately. That's what I mean, yeah. right? Like, he yeah. just doesn't fit the mold of a greatest of all, all time. Um, and then I tried to build to win rather than, like, shoehorn teams in, like, a, a lineup that I would actually want to put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you. And do we get a bench? Because I'm going to feel bad leaving some people. <laughs> no, we get a bench. We get a bench. Uh, <laughs> right. Like you can basically come up with a, a solid starting 11 and then come up with a bench that's just good enough to match that starting 11. Yeah. 
right? Well, that's so, a sad thing, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we start with our with our goalkeepers? Uh, Nick, since you started off with that, why don't you start again? Uh, did you pick Schmeichel in that, or did you go with someone different and, and just play it based on the way you want to go? Well, considering in our last episode, I said that Schmeichel was the best number one that we've ever had. I'm going to stick with Schmeichel being the best number one, which means he's the best <laughs> keeper. It's as simple as that. We've had some great keepers. We mentioned it before, right? But Schmeichel is the number one. When you think of the number one keep, keeper kit, he was the first one that really stood out above everybody. And it has to be, he has to be in that for this United squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. Totally. Same thing with Luke here. Yeah, it's it's got to be Schmeichel. I think that was uh-huh. one of the few we were unanimous on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I did the opposite because I always do this. Ask Nick. I always do something. <laughs> he is the king of devil's advocate. <laughs> um, I agree that Peter Schmeichel is probably the best number one we've seen in a very long time, and and that's saying a lot with the the names we've had. And and Nick mentioned them already with um, Bartez, Edwin Van der Sar. Tim Howard had number one for a little bit. Um, David De Gea, eventually Dean Henderson is going to... I'm just saying the name. I saw the face, Braden. (laughs) Don't throw Tim Howard in there. Hey, Tim Howard's great, but he was not a United Yeah, He was Colorado Rapids legend, Tim Howard. (laughs) Everton. Everton. Everton legend. (laughs) Cannot call him a United top player. No, but I meant like he did wear the number one kid. He was was a a good player. Okay player there. But I went Edwin van der Sar. And the reason I, I chose this one is because I don't know about you guys, but when he came into the, the lineup and walked right into the starting position job, United were one of the most unstoppable teams across Europe, um, mm. winning the Champions League, making the finals. Um, just someone you can, you think a big guy in net, uh, a little bit older, but massive dude just looked like he was eating the frame of the goal. Um, mm. That's just the memory I have. So I think that's the reason I go off the board, but um, it's hard not to not to say Peter Schmeichel. So good on you guys. Don't listen to me. I always do the opposite. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it makes, uh, it makes it more interesting, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, well, for sure. Back four, uh, Braden, will let you start this one. Uh, so I just, yeah, went with a flat back four. Uh, obviously, Ferdinand Vidic were my center back pairing. Um, and then my left back was uh, Dennis Irwin. And right back, I went with Gary Neville. Oh, so Raphael doesn't make anyone's right. Unfortunately, back. Raphael Damn. didn't make it. <laughs> um, trying to shoot no. those guys in. Love it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, play no, much I better think... now. But than he did for United ever did. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think that's just, just <laughs> two warriors in the midfield, and then yeah. just yeah, just you know Dennis Irwin, obviously just class going forward. Gary Neville, you know, just give us all for the club. Maybe not as technical as as uh, some of the other right backs or some of the other uh, defenders, but I don't know, just kind of leaders. He's been so bad at right back. I think he is as technical as some of the right backs since he's left. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Who do I want crossing? Juan Bissaka or Gary Neville? I know. Jesus Christ. I want Juan Bissaka because he's a little bit faster. Yeah. A little bit. So, yeah, that was my, uh, my back four. Uh, are the two of you in agreement or are you going to go off the board and do something no, different? No, I actually matched his back four. I, oh, I, wow. one I, I have one different. But. <laughs> I didn't want to go too attacking in the back four because it's a 4-4-2, so I have out no wingers, so I don't need mm-hmm. much overlap. And I feel bad leaving out like Stam, Pallister, Bruce, but that partnership between 
Vidic and Ferdinand. If you pick one, you have to pick the other one. Yeah. And what was it? together from November to February of that one. Like, how do you go five months without (laughs) getting scored on? I have no idea. Just so our our team had a pretty good back line and we still let goals in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I went with them. Um, and I just think they're, they would have lined up well in any era. Vidic will kill people. I think he might kill people now on the record, but, um, yeah, and Ferdinand, he's big. He's bigger and stronger than the old days, and he can play the ball better. So. For sure. And I think the two of them really started that mobile defender sort of mold, right? Like Ferdinand being able to go into the midfield and, and carry that ball. Vidic, same thing. And I think you see that with Van Dyke now. You see that with Ramos now. You see uh, Diaz being able to do that as well. So I think they started a new generation of defense, defenders, yeah. right? I mean, that's, that's kind of why they're in mine back four. Yeah. But Nick, who's the difference that you pick there? So I I didn't want to just go with Vidic and Ferdinand, even though they're probably it's probably the right answer. I decided that I could only pick one of them. So I kept Ferdinand in and I added Steve Bruce as the other center back, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. But it's just Bruce was so good. And not to mention, he also had 51 goals as a center yeah, back. Yeah, he scored a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of goals. As a center back, he had 51 goals, which is ridiculous. But I totally get putting both Vidic and Ferdinand I just felt like I couldn't put both of them in because that's yeah. like cheating They're yeah. <laughs> they come together it's like Vidic is my first one off the bench let's put it that way there you go yeah. oh so you're picking you're keeping Ferdinand in the four and you're yeah Ferdinand right. Ferdinand is in my back four Vidic is on the bench and you still have Neville Irwin yeah yeah no See, I kept Neville, Ferdinand, Vidic, and then my left back again, guys. I'm going different here. It's it's Gabriel Hines. Uh, the year and a half that he was <laughs> there, uh, reckless tackling, <laughs> reckless tackling. <laughs> but his ability to have cross one of the ball, yeah. But his ability to cross the ball, and I think that's when I read out the, my forwards and everything, you'll see why. But his ability yeah. to put the ball into the right position, and I think Luke Shaw's eventually going to be the next sort of player that can do that for United, but. I that's why I went there. I just loved watching him play. I can always remember him when getting United his long throws year, in. Like, Pardon me? He won United Player of the Year the one year that he was there. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left back, but it's funny. It's shame Kieran's not here because he hates. Oh, oh really? Hates him. We did one where it was like you had to pick United 11 and you could only have one player from every nation. Oh, okay. So I picked Gabriel Heinze at left back because He's I from Argentina, right? He was a huge part of the early 2000s. Yeah. And Kieran ripped me one. <laughs> he could not stand the guy. What do you want me to do? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Nick, we'll go with your midfield. What was the formation? Sorry, I don't think I asked you that. I'm four four two as well. Uh, okay, flat, flat across the middle. Um, okay. So uh, we'll go. Are we going position by position, or do you want me to give all four? You can give all four and then your justification, if you like. Okay, so um, I had George Best out right. Uh, I think he was obviously, like, you can't really say much about not, like, yeah. about George Best that would put him on the bench. So he was my right mid. Plus, we haven't really had any true, like, outstanding right midfielders. Like, truly outstanding who was, right mid was their number one position. Like, usually they were right wingers or mm-hmm. guys who played both sides. Like, mm-hmm. he was the tr- first and best true right mid in my opinion um i had bobby charlton at center mid i know he also played striker but um i'm putting him at center mid alongside paul skulls because i think skulls will have enough of the backtrack to cover uh bobby charlton but the creativity of bobby 
and I have too many strikers, so I had to find a way to get Bobby Charlton into the starting lineup anyway. <laughs> Sign of respect there, yep. Yeah, and then Giggsy out left. Like, it's just, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other boys that picked 4-4-2 there, Braden? I had, yeah, I had part of what Nick had as well. I had I had Giggsy on the left, Skulls in the middle. Uh, I went with the Skulls and Keen partnership. And then uh, I slotted Ronaldo in on the right. Um, although him and Giggs have free reign to switch as much yeah. as they want to. Um, so yeah, that's I went with my that was my flat four. Luke, you can tell who thinks the same, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking you might have the exact same. Yeah, is, that, is that the same? Is that the yeah, same? Yeah, I went smack across a Ronaldo gigs or yeah Ronaldo and gigs down the wings get forward play on your strong side so mm-hmm. down the line cut it back and then you either have Skulls who played second striker when he started his career like goal scorer outside of the box mm-hmm. or Roy Keane big goal scorer but mm-hmm. they can both go both ways mm-hmm. like they're true number eights right they're not sixes mm-hmm. tens yeah so yeah I don't like this I don't know if I like the specialization anymore you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I like yeah, like a true box to box. I like being I like the players, like the uh, midfielder who could just do it. Just go play midfield. Attack. Well, it's funny because you you talk about that. Our team, we had our coach wanted us to be specialized. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. if you remember, Mark used to try to tell you and me, okay, Braden's the attacking mid and Nick, you're the defensive mid. Or I know I mean, if yeah, you were playing with you, I would have said the same goddamn. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the funny thing was, me and Braden played our best when we were playing more of a piston style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever whoever had the better attacking position would go yeah. forward because yeah. we were both able to cover mm-hmm. each other. And as soon as they slotted somebody else into that midfield, like whether it be like a couple of the guys that we played with, Braden automatically had to become the defensive player. And it, you could tell it took away from his game. Yeah. It's amazing that the specialization takes away so much from individuals' games. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like specializing because yeah. you have to run less. But... <laughs> yeah, Mr. Left Mid. <laughs> Were you a cherry picker? Is this what we're getting into here? Oh, I was a winger, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Actually, no. He was a center mid who was forced out to the left because he could. He was a left-footed. He was player. a lefty. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Didn't I have could very cross many a ball. That was it. My whole life. Was like, oh, you can hit a ball with your left foot. Guess where you're playing? Go on. No, but he field. was a natural center mid who should have probably played center mid on our team too. We probably mm-hmm. should have gone with three. Yeah. And because he was a left-footed player, and we didn't, we only had two. When the other one played left back, Luke yeah. automatically became the left mid. <laughs> And then we brought in another guy who didn't deserve to start over him. But that's for another story. Yeah, that's another story. Um, so I know you guys were 4-4-2. I kind of went 4-2-2-2 as a formation just to try and yeah, fill yeah. in. Lots of uh, twos. A lot of yeah, twos. But like fair. sort of fill in the players that you said you have to keep a couple of them. There's there's no way you can sort of eliminate a few of these names. But uh, did my best here. So Roy Keane and, and Paul Scholes that play that little, the first two. And then the next two is Rooney and Sir Bobby Charlton. I feel like if they played in the same era together, the engine that the two of them had, oh, just running around the midfield, like, here's some candy, run, have fun, yeah. go do your thing. So that's, DC that's... United Wayne Rooney, clearly. Yeah. Oh, my God. That one goal, or the, no, sorry, the, the backtrack, yeah. slide tackle, long ball, yeah. goal. Why, okay, I have a question about that goal that's always perplexed me. Why is Wayne Rooney one of the best guys in the box that I've ever seen? Not up for a corner kick. He's the farthest yeah, man back. I know. I didn't understand that either. 
I have my question is why is Acosta, who's like four foot eleven when he has heels on, winning a header over the goalie? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, uh, great play though. Moving on. Uh, maybe we'll go with Braden and Luke on this one. You're gonna have to say it on three, okay? Who are your two sh- uh, two strikers at the top there? Uh, I went with <laughs> three, so my two, two, one. My two up front was Rooney and Cantona. <laughs> Did you no. have the same? <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, goodness. Same with me. I would like to point that out. You had the same uh, too? Rudy Cantona? Oh, yeah. That's why I put Bobby Charlton back. I, I think they both, they mm-hmm. would have, in my opinion, that your Cole kind of telepathy where they just were so good at dropping deep. Mm-hmm. But one could, they were both such natural goal scorers as well. Mm-hmm. where they would easily just read wherever the other one was and one would run, the other would drop into the ball. Like, and if Skulls made a run or Keen made a run, they were both capable of dropping into midfield and keeping the ball. Like, I just think the way that team would be so fluid with mm-hmm. like, I, it's almost like a four, four. And then like the wingers and the strikers are just kind of doing this. Yeah. yeah. They could just actually all yeah. of the midfield, all six from the attacking positions yeah, could basically. literally just yeah. rotate. Like it wouldn't have mattered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's more of a defensive formation and then have fun when you go forward, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. I think those yeah. two, their play styles would fit the best. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah. all three of you are in agreement on that one? Yep. <laughs> Guys, I'm always <laughs> different. What the hell? Uh, I went CR7, but like Real Madrid CR7 with his ability. It doesn't count then. He's not a United CR7. Sorry. You gotta no, no. <laughs> but like his goal scoring ability there, but he's a striker. Um, And then yeah. I went George Best because I think he can spread the play out if they need to move around and then Rooney can slot in and George Best can go in. So same thing I was thinking about yeah. the weaving, but mm-hmm. um, I'm surprised no one said Carlos Tevez. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally joking with you. <laughs> Michael Owen. Uh, Money grab. Oh, yeah. Maybe off the bench. I still think he's more of a Liverpool player than a United player ever, but mm-hmm. um, okay. So obviously we, we made some inclusion inclusions and exclusions. Uh, who's on everyone's bench here? Uh, Brayden, start with you. One um, player that has to, or okay, you know what? Three players that have to come off your bench that need to be on your bench. I mean, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't make a bench. I just made a starting eleven. Dude, um, do full <laughs> homework. Do your homework. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah. Um, why don't we come back to Brayden? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me Queen Luke. To be fair, I'm just, I didn't have anything written down for this. It's just kind of, I've thought about this a long. We this has been something he's been thinking about since he was born, right. basically. I'll, I'll save Braden on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I would say I feel bad leaving Bobby Charlton and George Best out of the starting 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, they're definitely going in there uh, off the bench. And, like, their telepathy would kind of be, like, the Solshire and Sheringham mm-hmm. to York and Cole because York and, or Cole and Sheringham couldn't play together, right, because they hated each other. So that's why there was four strikers with their set partners. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be the same. Like you bring Cantona and Rooney off, you put George Best and Carlton <laughs> on. Like they stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Steve Bruce would be my defender off the bench, or Gary Pallister. It depends on who's better in training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Coaching mind here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Nick. Um, I have like a full bench kind of. Go for it. To go. Uh, go for so it. My backup keeper would be Vandersar. Same yeah, reason that you said he yeah. made your list, he, he's second on mine. Uh, wing back, I had Evra because I think he can play <laughs> both sides just as well mm-hmm. if you need him to, and he's versatile because he could also play midfield if you kind of need a 
a quick pace, change of pace sort of thing. Uh, I already said my center back would be Vidic because I didn't put him in and I wanted to. I almost went with three center backs. Like I was that close to going <laughs> to the center backs. But that would never work with the rest of the lineup. Uh, Keen, you guys had him in your starting 11. He's in my, he's on my bench. Mm-hmm. I would like to have Jisung Park on my bench just because of the his ability to come on in a game. Not mm-hmm. because I think he's like one of the truly greatest players to play for United, but his ability to come off the bench and still have an impact, especially with the speed he would bring in on that right side. Uh, coming in for a George Best sort of position, I think that would be a nice little thing to have. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo's on my bench because when he played for United, he was still young. He hadn't fully come into what he was at Real, so that's why he didn't make my lineup. And then up front, this is where I had some problems. So I'm I'm going to let you guys put forwards on, mm-hmm. but uh, you could you could put <laughs> Sheeran, you could put Cole, mm-hmm. you could put York, you could put all of these guys on. I just mm-hmm. don't know who my true striker would be on the bench. I probably do. I probably keep Solskjaer on the bench just because of his yeah, history does. of coming off the bench. And <laughs> yeah, either either Solskjaer or Owen yeah. as well. Like you could have either of those guys as true bench mm-hmm. players. But yeah, I'd probably throw Berbatov on the bench just because I love watching him. I just love watching him play. You I try and tell Berbatov that he's not starting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's taking guys. Listen, <laughs> listen. I think he wouldn't mind being on the bench of yeah, that. Sitting there having a cigarette and a glass of wine. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, Burby, you're, you're going in. <laughs> go no. warm up. What do you think? <laughs> I just go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's tough though. There's so many so many world class players you could have. Uh, I probably also put Park on the bench too, just because his work rate. You know, you could throw him on in any yeah, minute. Last and, five minutes. Yeah, he's he's running all over the. Well, that's what Luke like. Five or the last seventy-five, it wouldn't matter. Like doesn't you could matter. put him on at any point in the game, and he would just go. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't matter. I'd probably throw Beckham on my bench as well. Like, yeah, round one, and you get a set piece. Like, mm-hmm. who do I want to whip that ball in? Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. It's Beckham bad. didn't make anyone's anything. <clears throat> No, I think he's so he's far ahead of his time in terms of ball striking. I don't know how talented he actually was comparatively, but yeah, it's hard. I think I think if you're looking at a at a player to play the game, Beckham wasn't one of the greatest of all time. But specialty wise, mm-hmm. he was might have been the greatest specialist that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is crazy to say. Like I say that with the he's my favorite player of all time. Like yeah. I, I'd like to preface that I'm not leaving him out because I don't like him I leave, I'm leaving him out because I just think players are better than him but he is my favorite mm-hmm. player of all time yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like he's a fantastic player and he's a, one of he's the greatest specialist probably that we've ever seen mm-hmm. oh yeah but as a yeah. true skill player like you're not you don't necessarily want him running up and down the right mid like nope. it's not it's not really a skill for him <laughs> yeah enough. yeah no good picks good boys picks good picks it. um I had uh, Jean-Sebastien Verran coming off my bench just if I'm going for like for like with him and Keane. Yeah. But I think you guys nailed it with everyone else on that bench. I mean, if you want, you can put Chicharito, especially after saying he's involved in how many goals. Like if you really want someone with a hard-nosed ability to score and you're losing, I mean, our, our teams are probably not going to be losing with the talent that's yeah. on them. <laughs> um, hey, but, not every game goes the way you expect it to. No, but I mean, in, in, in an ideal world, in the touchline thoughts world, we our, our teams are winning, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be very interesting to see how, let's say, Arsenal or Chelsea line up their their best eleven and see if it's uh, mm-hmm. if, if it's better than ours or not. So maybe we'll we'll hop on with Haley at one point and see what she says. Um, 
Yeah, that'll go over really well. <laughs> She's like, this guy sucks, but no. Um, and I think he'll end up being like an hour bashing on David Luiz. And I don't think we want to continue that trend. But mm-hmm. uh, our... the Chelsea pod. <laughs> okay, Kieran on, and then he'll he'll go on. But at least oh, Kieran, yeah. I, I will admit, for, for someone one. who is a Chelsea fan who absolutely hates United, Kieran is pretty fair with his assessment of United players. Yeah. Outside of maybe Hintze. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty fair with his assessment of players on every mm-hmm. other team. Yeah. He's not a true Chelsea, like, right, it has to be Chelsea or no one else sort of thing. Oh, that's the beauty no. of being a football fan and not a... Yeah, he's a true a, fan, which yeah, is beautiful. You, know, I mean, you watch like, Of course. Yeah, he yeah. loves his he loves his Chelsea, and you can see that with his tweets, and, and especially the Chelsea women. He's such a huge uh, proponent for them, but... Um, but he'll also talk about United. He'll talk about Arsenal. He'll talk about every other team. He'll be happy about doing it, but he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because he's a coach. And I think he he brings that that cap to us. Yeah. So, Kieran, if you're listening, man, we'll get you on very soon uh, to hear what you have to say about all this stuff. Uh, we're going to wrap up the starting segment because I know Nick has some stories he wants to share. Uh, about well, I'm sure we all have stories. <laughs> yeah. So we'll wrap this up. So today's starting 11 is brought to us by Shenzi Shack Takeout and Catering. Give them a follow on Instagram to view their full menu of cuisines from around the world. Delivery and pickup is available in the Vancouver area. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, Nick has a story that I want to hear. So catch you soon. Sheer Creams is an all-natural and organic skincare brand. We ethically source our shea butter through our partners from West Africa. Our creams are then handmade with love in the UK, making sure our products are at the highest quality, maintaining their natural origins. Our purpose at Shea Creams is to deliver you the highest quality skincare line that fits your personal needs. You can purchase our products via our website www.sheacreams.com or via our Etsy shop Shea Creams or our Amazon. Thank you for listening and we hope you love our brand. All right, Nick, what's this story that you keep talking about, about the boys? I think you said the first time you've met either of them, you had something. Well, not the, not the first time I met them, but the first like vivid memory I have of each of these guys was playing against them. Um, Luke, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say a, a location. Are you ready for this? And see was Luke on Burlington or was Luke on Oakville? Burlington. We, okay. we came the same year. Oh, right, all right, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Oakville Dome. Okay. So there's a Christmas tournament that was held at, at the Oakville Dome every year. Brady, not, you were in the same tournament. Was this the I remember like that seven or eight side. I love. Oh, that it was eleven. It was at the golf side. Yeah. Okay. 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 It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a car dealership now. Yeah. Uh, it's a storage facility. Oh, storage. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um. So Luke was playing Burlington. I was at North Miss at the time, and uh, North, our team was pretty good. You guys were you guys were good, but you guys were Small. missing a few players. Small. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we ended up going up early on you guys. I think it was like two or three nil um, in the first 30 minutes. And then there was a drop ball from like half. And Luke's dad was the coach at one or one of the coaches or whatever. And Luke takes Luke takes the drop ball and he goes and scores. And our coach had told us to sort of no, like that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sure, because we've talked about this multiple times, and I've talked about it with your dad, which was hilarious. <laughs> but our coach just before that had told us to start passing the ball around and, like, getting getting more touches on the ball to get working. So Luke goes and scores off of a drop ball that he was supposed to be sending back to our keeper. That sounds like me. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, like, one of the fair play things, and he, he 
smoked it from half and jumped it (laughs) bounced it over our keeper did i catch it on a half volley or something like that (laughs) it was a drop ball so yeah you must see luke doing that oh yeah 100 (laughs) temper was not in check when i was 13 13 what do you mean is it still not in check i thought last time we checked (laughs) i I drink a lot Anyway, so, so as I said, right before our coach had told us to start passing the ball around, not not to run on the score up because it didn't matter. It wasn't a tournament that score mattered. So he's like, don't don't run the score up. He liked your guys. He wasn't trying to be a dick or anything. So Luke goes and does this, and our coach immediately pulls every one of our players to the side and says, "Pump them." <laughs> it's like three one or four one at this point. We ended up winning the game like 12-1. And I just vividly remember Luke being the one who kicked that ball in. I just died <laughs> laughing that we ended up on the same. I actually don't remember that. It sounds like me, and I believe <laughs> that it happened. But I think I was in black rage at that point. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we were pumping you guys at that, at that point. Our coach told us to back off. Well, we always played you guys tight, right? Like, yeah. We didn't like you guys because we know a lot of the one-goal games that you guys beat us in. Yeah we're straight up because you guys had physical freaks that we just didn't produce in Burlington. hundred percent. Like, so the fact that we were pumping you guys, he, our coach even knew he's like, this yeah, is an outlander. Went, don't, I don't probably went black rage. That's hysterical. I do not remember that. <laughs> it sounds, I very much believe that it happened. <laughs> that was a fun tournament though. I really enjoyed that tournament. Every year know. we used to play in that tournament. Yeah. It was the worst. The, the practice field, which was the actual soccer indoor field was awful. Is that the one with the boards? Yeah, it was yeah. awful. Oh my god! So that was the warm-up field, and it was so small, and both teams had to warm up like running into each other. But oh, it was I a remember, fun tournament for sure. I remember that. I remember playing so many games in the in that that boarded area. You could just do wall passes like off the boards back to yourself all the way up. Yeah, it was weird. Awful. It was like hockey. Yeah. It was like hockey. Yeah, and you Give just like the hop board, the boards to do your changes. <laughs> and the changes were on the fly in that. Weren't yeah, they? it was just yeah, on the fly. Yeah. It was literally hockey. It was like indoor for college because like the OCAA plays indoor. It's five aside plus a keeper change on the fly. 40 minute games. Really? Yeah. Two 20 minute halves. Oh, it's wow. awful. Awful. Sounds like timber soccer it's boys. Boarded thing, no, it's not. It's not okay. inboarded. So, but there's kicking. No throw. You could just, is there like an area where you have to change or can like a striker come on and you just be like already. Well, like the, um, I think already the, at the, the player coming on has to come on at the middle, but you can go off. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you couldn't just have like a striker who's like just gone down, just like walk off at the one end, and then just have a player walk on on the other. End. No, they they have to camp. They have to come on at the middle, but the oh, guy okay. could walk off at the end. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've never seen that not before. Fun. I I was not happy, but <laughs> I was on the varsity team, so I didn't care. <laughs> uh, what what's your story for Braden? Braden. So the first time I vividly remember playing against Braden, uh, I I just made the A team for North Miss, and of course I become the man mark guy so <laughs> our coach had picked out Braden. okay you have to go stand on number 11 i'm just like what he's like you can <laughs> stand on number 11 and this was our team had uh one of our defenders who was nick nago and yeah, you knew I, nick. yeah yeah i like nick he's a good guy you knew nick so this was a game mm-hmm. in oakville and this was the first time i had ever had to man mark you mm-hmm. and nick nago like yeah he likes to go to his right but he's a really good guy so I think I took, you down. <laughs> I took you down early, like with a clean tackle mm-hmm. and the ball went away. So I turned around and picked you up and you're like, Oh, thanks man. Yeah. And then the rest <laughs> of the game, for some reason, our team kept the ball in your end a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was you, me and Nick Nago standing within maybe five yards of each other, just mm-hmm. talking the entire 
I don't think any, I think it was a zero zero game too. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, our team couldn't score for crap. But the <laughs> three of us just talked the entire 90 minutes. <laughs> and, then, and then I came to your team the next year or two years after. And it was, and you were the That's first player hilarious. to come say hi to me at the tryouts too. So I'm just like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I could, I could totally see that happening too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that I, that makes sense that Nick said because I remember what, every time Nick it was the same thing every time Nick would tackle somebody he would just like pick him right back up. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's just how we, me and him were. Or the rest of our yeah. team, they took you down. They would stay over you, yeah. or start swearing at you, and yeah. the rest of us, the two of us, were just like, yeah, if it was a clean tackle, hey, I'll pick yeah. you up. The ball's yeah. far enough away. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I remember you guys always had like any of the Mississauga teams had like kind of like Luke was saying. Every, it felt like everyone in Mississauga, Toronto. Like they grew before we did for some reason. Except for Braden. Except for me, yeah. I just <laughs> grew tall. But I didn't, he was a I foot taller than everyone else on Oakville. Like, no, it Wait. wasn't even close. But it was tough for Braden, right? Because he'd be like, okay, you can go mark that big guy. And he's like, fucking which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but like, I wasn't like, I wasn't thick. Like a lot of the guys from Missouri were like, they, they were tall and they were strong. Yeah. It was like, it made it so difficult to play against them. From what I remember, those those yeah. are my two vivid memories of you two boys that mm-hmm. have just stuck with me. My I think my best memory of Nick was uh, I forget who we were playing. We were playing at Pine Glen. You had the I think you scored two or three times. The first one was the diving header into our own net. No, I I, the diving header was uh, Aaron Mills. Oh, it wasn't I was at Aaron Mills' twin. Oh, okay, I'm getting the games mixed up. Then I remember the, I remember the incredible diving header that just happened to go into our own net. Yeah. And then I remember the um, watch that game two one. Yes. What and then what was the game where you scored? We needed to win. It was at Pine Mount Glen. Hamilton. Yeah. Was it, okay. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Ancaster. Okay, Mount Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Luke, so, I think you and I were talking about this. Braden, um, when we had beers at Max's the other week. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we were talking about this. Yeah. Nick's, so Nick's goal. <laughs> we, I'll preface it a little bit. We're yeah. we're in the. It was called the Elite South Division. Region. South Region Soccer League Elite Division. Yes. So the winner of this league goes up to the OISL, which is Mm -hmm. like premier, like number one, as we mentioned on our last episode or whatever. So where it's us and Mount Hamilton the whole year, Mm -hmm. just we hated each other, like red cards galore in those games, like just broken leg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't forget the broken leg. leg. We played each other in the cup. Kieran broke a guy's leg. Like, not his fault. Let's let's make it very clear. Kieran did not go out of his way. I'm to not sitting on the lot here bashing him. No, he's not here. No. But, <laughs> but it happened, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in. I think we they had a game in hand on us. Yeah, and we were a point up. No, yeah. we were we were two points up. All we needed was one point to guarantee something like that. But we needed a, we needed a result to win the league and if Mount Hamilton was playing someone terrible like the week after. Oh yeah, it was last place team they were dropping yeah. out of the elite. If they won, they would yeah. have mm-hmm. So we're either down down a goal or tied or something. We were down one. Like 2 minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. And we had a uh, No, no, no. There was like 10 minutes left in the game because I vividly remember running back. The game's not over. That's that that's the story. <laughs> that's the story. <laughs> Nick's a good player. Like, I I will preface that. Nick is a good player. The way that you hit this ball was a technique that I have never seen you use. And it's probably why your knees are messed up. He hit it on like the half volley on the turn outside of the front back across (laughs) the goal. 
leathers it far post yes i, I wouldn't that. necessarily call it far post i've watched the video of that that oh, has gone around our team it's on facebook it's on facebook yeah. yeah so augie's i think augie's parents took the video yeah so it was not far post it was middle of the net the keeper on mount hamilton if i don't know if you guys remember he was awful like the yeah, only yeah, reason that they were any good was because their 11 their 10 in front of him were good mm-hmm. he was awful didn't mm-hmm. move yeah but yeah, I remember. I just remember running back. <laughs> We're going nuts, and Nick is freaking Captain Serious. John Taze, yeah, he's just fired like up. Kobe Bryant when they go up two nothing in the championship, and they're like, "Why can we get a smile?" He's like, "Job's not done." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. back. Well, we had not played Wait, well the rest of that game. Smile and your yeah. are going. No, we didn't play well. <laughs> you can see him breaking. <laughs> I think, well I think guys would want to high five him and he was smacking them away from him as he was running Don't back to the circle. He didn't want to smile so I'm yelling. <laughs> well, okay, the thing was is that I scored the goal and the first person that I saw running was Kieran from our net coming yeah, just Kieran. looking it down the field. And I'm just like, get the fuck back in the net. There's still like 10 minutes left in this game and we have played like crap the entire oh, game. Like We, we well. did not deserve a result in that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely so not i just remember <laughs> but it was such a nick thing to do like you played with him for three years you're like mm-hmm. captain serious all about the result like mm-hmm. you not about the team job's result. not done uh just but <laughs> just watching him not break but his face he's like because nick and i took the butt end of a lot of coaching decisions for three years four for <laughs> me I, I stayed the extra we took a we took a lot of crap, but mm-hmm. to see him like it was like such an fu moment where it's like I contribute to this team. <laughs> well, the best. <laughs> my favorite part of it was is that the whole play leading up to it, it was mostly guys who didn't really get seen by the coaches, didn't really get played by the coaches. Like Draven was the one who played the ball into the strikers. Obviously, yeah. Milan was up there, but Augie was the one who was playing messing around with the ball in there. There yeah. was like eight. There was like seven of their guys, and then Augie and Milan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just fighting out the seven guys. And I'm playing out on the right <laughs> mid, just kind of like slowly making my way in. And then all of a sudden, the ball squirts out, and it's I, I put it in. But mm-hmm. like Draven, me, Augie, and me, we really didn't get a whole lot of – and Luke, you were the same way. We didn't get a whole mm-hmm. lot of coaches. I, mean, I got yelled at way. when I was on the bench. <laughs> I did too. For warming Why? up. I got, I got yelled at for warming up on the bench. I don't know, but – I was just sitting there, and all I heard was Coach go, for fuck's sake, Luke. <laughs> like, Bro, I'm right here. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Sounds like a lot of coaches. I just... <laughs> what do you want? I'm just chilling, man. Oh, man. That was, that was funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I would love to hear things. more stories that Luke has about me, because me and uh, him were, like, joined at the hip at practice most of the time, because we were always on the bench. Uh, how about we can go one more story one more story about nick story about nick i mean something that's good enough that kyle and myself can like bug him about when we do our actual i don't don't think there's no i don't think there's. (laughs) you can bug him about the diving header on goal it was a fantastic oh it was beautiful oh it was a great header i I was really mad with who got credit for the goal though because it was tony yeah. Did he they give they gave credit to Tony? Well, no, they gave, it was an own goal, but like the last guy to touch it was Tony. Oh was yeah, because like, oh. he sw- I guess he swung it in. It was just boom. Yeah, beautiful. Be head. What a great I goal. Yeah, the Jesus. This hair um, that's just gonna ask. Was this long-haired Nick that did this? This was long-haired, long-haired Nick. Long-haired, yeah. no beard, Nick. Mm-hmm. So it was like prepubescent Jesus. I remember that. That's the first time I think I met you, right? Grade six. Mm-hmm. Oh grade yeah. Seven. I had, yeah. I had the long hair from. 
was a, no, one all the way through grade 12. Like standout embarrassing st- Nick stories because they were like we were consistent. We just yeah, yeah I was gonna say there wasn't really there's the the yeah the diving headers is the one that stands out because everything else was pretty like every game it was like the you you get you knew what you're getting you know yeah I mean? it was like you'll get your set your perfect seven and a half eight out of ten performance yeah just not consistent. gonna lose the ball not gonna <laughs> hard work tough tackling yeah it is mm-hmm. but yeah tough that's, tackling that's the key <laughs> solid player solid all around player mm-hmm. absolutely played every position possible. Versatile, yeah. Lots of time with Nick. Like a, like a James Milner. You just put him anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Job's done. You know it. <laughs> he looks back. He's a left back. Give him a massive bright yellow captain's armband and be like, go play anything oh, you want. I was go a bench field. player. I would have to be on the starting 11 to get the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember vividly, though, uh, Mark used to always say, uh, Nick, you're not in the starting 11, but you're going in in the first 10 minutes. And I'm just like, why am i not in the starting 11 like what's the point of that yeah it was it was unless there was a left-footed player that made a mistake maybe mm-hmm. go in to fix whatever <laughs> was otherwise were you were you guys on the team when when we were in north carolina and seb i think mark mark made a change and it was just we didn't have a left winger and seb played left side of the field yes were you guys, you guys were there for that yeah wasn't oh, that I, the wasn't that the final because no. we were so hurt I played in the final. The final? I no, no, it wasn't. Okay, it, I think it was round robin. Okay. Yeah, I just oh, remember, I remember like that. we had we did that no twice. once in once back home yeah. and then once in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah we just had no left sided like, player. And it was like Seb, you're just playing left field, just up and down. Yeah, I was like, hey man, you. Uh... <laughs> no, this was like I, I don't remember. This is what Mark like for some yeah, reason was there Mark's was no brain there. Child. Yeah, do you remember the second year of the North Carolina tournament? How bogus that was. Oh, where Sigma somehow made it to the final, even though we beat where, them. There was even two we beat them. with like eight teams in it, but we yeah. only played four round robin games. Mm-hmm. So we never played the team that finished ahead of us on goal difference. Yeah, yeah that was. Didn't that go was, through to the final. Yeah. That was. Well, I just stupid. never understood how Sigma made it to the final, even though we beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is that I, when? I think that's when Augie. That's when Augie went off that tournament, right? Yeah, Augie was Augie like the year before. Augie went off the year before. This was the second year when the tournament uh, okay, wasn't okay. good. You like, you remember the first year how organized it was? <laughs> oh, it was yeah, phenomenal. it was. The competition was unbelievable, and the next year we went back down. And we're like, we're like, what is this? This is totally different. <laughs> the first year is that when Arsenio got us the. Um, we were playing that one team, and I think it, we only won one nil because we got a. We Arsenio got us a penalty. He was like invisible the whole game, and then oh yeah yeah in the yeah. Box, did this like turn and some guy took him down or something like that. And then we got, I think Augie scored the penalty to. He was invisible the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> well, even better. I think that was the same tournament. Wasn't that the tournament where we found out um, that Augie could dance? Or oh, not, yeah. not Arsenio danced. And like, oh, he, right. he, he, he was dancing in like the lobby of the hotel oh. before a game one time. And we're just all like, what just <laughs> happened? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, oh, a lot gosh. of the memories are just messing around in airports road trips yeah this oh, is what you do when you're on a team like we could best say- story though has to be the oh, kieran okay. one in columbus what's that the kieran uh talking to the uh coordinator of the tournament in columbus you guys remember this oh my god where he snapped on the guy for making canadian jokes and then ended up being the tournament coordinator yeah i don't <laughs> remember that okay so we were we were like warming up so kieran couldn't play this tournament because he was hurt but he came down to the tournament it was the Mark Rogel tournament. You remember it was that? a Rogel tournament. Yes. Okay, yeah, I do remember Mark Rogel coming. Yeah. Okay, so we're warming up, and Kieran's there, and then this guy just kind of walks up to our team while we're uh, while we're warming up, and he starts talking to Kieran, who's obviously mm-hmm. not playing. Yeah. And he's asking, "So you guys are the team from Canada, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." 
It's like, oh, so do you guys actually like live in igloos and stuff? Or is there actually like polar bears all around? And I, I mean, I didn't think the guy was being serious, but Kieran, Kieran just started going on. He's like, yeah, absolutely. We ride moose too. And uh, uh, just eat maple syrup. Like just going off on this guy. Right. And then he's like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, obviously we don't, we don't have that. Like we live in houses and the guy's like, you do know who I am, right? And all of us are just like, no. Oh, I run the entire tournament. So, like, you should probably stop talking before I kick you guys out for next year. You know? oh, <laughs> but he started the whole... Yeah, well, yeah, no, but I think he was actually asking, and then Kieran took it and started, like, mm-hmm. straight up ripping mm-hmm. him into the guy. Like, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past them. It was bad. But that was that was a memory that you'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, of course. I remember going down to that tournament in the first year. I think we went, and we were you guys. You guys were there for the first year, right? Probably. We just wiped the floor with everybody. Like, oh, yeah. we were in the wrong division or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. Go back the next year. I think we won the finals like six nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even close. Like, I was like, yeah, we're not. Clearly, they don't the levels. There's like a discrepancy in the. Well, levels. no, they took us as a Canadian team and didn't think like we said we were top five in the province and they're yeah. like well that you're canadian yeah so they put us in the second division and i think we won the first didn't we win the first game like 11 nil and like yeah we smashed six everybody. guys scored or something <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wasn't even close i think brain yeah. was playing uh center back at one point in that game those mm-hmm. games were fun when we beat teams so hard that we just started experimenting yeah oh. <laughs> start putting guys all over where we, uh, the best was when uh, Maxi ended up playing striker for a little bit, and he had no clue where he was running. <laughs> never again. Never again. Oh, yeah, never again. In men's league, he'll jump into center mid and hit one from like forty yards. And I'm just like, get back! Like, <laughs> no, you're good. Go away. <laughs> Boys, that is a great little moment for all of us to hear something about the team and the way everyone was when they were a little bit younger. Um, from what I see, I don't think it's changed. You guys still have that um, high personality, high octane energy. Um, so it's great to see that it's continued and it's who you guys are. It's fantastic. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we'll be final thoughts. Good day, everybody. This is Ryan from 20 Minutes on Ice. Join me and my co-host, Nick McVicker, for opinions and analysis on the week that was in the hockey world. New episode available every Friday, wherever you download your favorite podcast from. 20 Minutes on Ice, part of the Garage Door Sports Network. All right, that does it for episode 25. Any final thoughts before we sign off here? We'll start with Luke. Um, me and Braden are managerial geniuses. <laughs> yes. And that's really all I can say is our teams would have wiped the floor with both your man United. <laughs> <laughs> I had like eight of the same no players. And you know what? In those three players difference is where you lost. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh Braden, any final thoughts? Uh yeah, no. Just thanks for having us on. It was good yeah. to good to catch up and see everybody, especially with what's going on. For sure. Yeah, we'll have you all back and hopefully Kieran is available and maybe mm. if we can grab a couple of your old teammates we'll, we'll have a longer bigger round table it's just to be about life and everything going on <laughs> nick final thoughts bud no nah, it was just really nice catching up with these two uh i haven't been in person with them in a long time and i haven't really got a chance to talk to luke much so it was really nice catching up with, uh, sure. with these guys. Mm-hmm. well I hopefully when 
Americans too, but like, it's not just about beating you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you know, the sad part is that's our three personalities almost down to a T. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. That was me saying the nice things, by the way. I'm not actually going to use the words. No. <laughs> he thinks it. He, he might He might have it back here, but it won't ever come out. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, it's great to be surrounded by United fans who understand the game, understand mm-hmm. uh, each other. So thanks for hopping on, boys. It's a great episode. Great two episodes with the both uh, with the three of you. So thanks, yeah. for, thanks for coming on. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Give us a like or leave a rating. You can also follow us on Twitter at TouchlineTH. You can follow me at Irfan Manchi, Nick at Nick McVicker. Luke, do you have Twitter? I think I just changed the username. <laughs> uh, we know Braden doesn't have uh, Twitter, but maybe he should get it so we can. Yeah, we should come on. Uh, he I'll does have Instagram. Instagram. Uh, so if you want to follow him there, I'm not sure he'll accept you if he doesn't know you, but tell him, <laughs> hey, I'm a fan of the show. Uh, play number 11 and, and you're cool. And maybe, maybe, maybe he'll follow you back. <laughs> Did you find your handle? Yeah, it's at underscore LS underscore 11. There you go. Uh, don't forget that. Don't forget to follow our network at Garage Door Sport. Some great content coming out with multiple shows. We have a hockey show. We got a football show. We got a betting show. Uh, the boys are hilarious on that one. So check them out. Uh, check out GarageDoorSports.com. Uh, we get new articles every so often. Uh, great writers on the show. Uh, a lot of uh, friends of Nick's and a lot of Centennial College students that do get some writing in. So please go out and support. Uh, and don't forget to follow our segment sponsor, Shenzi Shack, on Instagram and place an order or see their menu. Thanks for joining me, boys. This was great. This was fantastic. Happy, happy weekend, happy weekday, wherever you are, wherever you're listening. So thanks for thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll see everyone next match day. Cheers. Yeah.